listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you once again from the four six niner six nine six niner niner adam and phil here with you with uh we got two empty chairs here right we now. do we're uh, uh holding open auditions for a new feature guest yes yes since our past ones have let us down one sat there all the time one sat there all the time. It's apparently a temporary gig. We don't have any chase away chairs left. What are we going to do? Um, well, shit. I don't know. I thought these people cared more. I, I'm not going to lie. I did too. Really breaks my heart. Job. Like they, jobs. Right. Unbelievable. We, we pay bills. Ugh. We pay Stupid. bills and we do this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dab boy. Well, but. This kind of dedication is rare. It it is. It is. It is. Uh, or or stupid. I'm not uh, sure I think it's more that. Yeah. I think those guys, the f- former feature guests, are just smarter than us. Probably. Probably. They're like they saw the writing on the wall. They're like, this is literally going nowhere. Yeah. I don't disagree. <sighs> I'm so, only here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Well. The uh, National Podcast Broadcasters Association is strict. <laughs> they very, are. very strict. They're like, you can't stop now. You got a streak going. Yeah. And it's not the one in your underwear for once. Right? Exactly. Hashtag black underwear work. That is, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they're sleek. The, we should maybe come out with a uh, series of underwear that are, are colored based on what you've eaten in the last 24 hours. <laughs> like if you've, eaten a, uh, if you've eaten a large amount of cake with that uh, blue dye frosting from Walmart, There'll like some green undies. Green tinted, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Because you're going to, yeah, you're going to poop a rainbow if you don't watch out. Is this my normal mic? Uh, it is. Why? It just sounds different to me. Maybe it's me. It could, I'm tired today. <sighs> We're all tired today. It's uh, this is the Tuesday edition. And, uh, I'd like to be retired. The same. It could have been. I had it kind of pointed down. Now it sounds better. Yeah, that's that's much better. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I usually keep ours pretty straight because I don't. I, I like using the same microphone all the time. Yeah. Just because. Well, I could actually. Your smells it, like beer. It really does, and desperation. Yeah. Mine. Mine smells like what a stroke would smell like. <laughs> Burnt toast. You know, I think it's a myth. I, I think it is too, but I still love that. And I also love how Ashley AWP had to point out that twice I mentioned you having a stroke or, or a stroke within a, like a, six months before you had one on on the podcast. Yeah, if you could like <laughs> talk about me hitting that big lottery. Right. So, uh, Adam... Uh, I see you've got uh, deep pockets. You must be uh, ready to win that $1.5 billion, huh? Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. Right? <laughs> Seems like you've got a lot of extra space to store cash. <laughs> well, it could be the outlay of cash that I put out on lights lately. <laughs> yeah, right? We, we could literally light up a football stadium with the lights that we have now. And that's no joke. That's no joke. Yeah. And we just keep buying them. Like, I had to stop myself the other day. I was bored, 
So I was scrolling through. I'm like, ooh, these lights are awesome. Those floor ones. Those little, I'm like, I should buy another set of those. I'm like, I don't need to spend that hundred and eighty dollars. We we really don't need them. Our our light show. Looking at the video from the wedding we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah. yeah. Our light show is pretty ba, and it's so easy to haul. Right. So should we put out there this episode if uh, anybody's looking for a DJ for their Halloween party? We're available. Yeah, we are available. Uh, through normally we do it here at the Blue, but they had decided to go another route. So that's fine. That's their decision. Oh yeah, we, we they should mix it up a little bit. We're not heard about it. It's just we are we have an open date now. Yeah, yeah. Which you know is what it is. Yeah. We, we've got a. Uh, I actually have a on the twenty eighth. I actually have a wrestling tournament that I'm running in the morning. Oh, that's fun. Do you take your stuff and do the PA work for it then, or no, oh. no, just a laptop. Oh, you're just you're not doing sound or anything. You're just no, nope, actually just, uh, running the tournament. I, I actually just uh, run the all the computer stuff for the tournament and ah. uh, all that kind of fun stuff. It, it's a good time, and they pay me, and they pay me, and yes. that's good. That's all yeah. we, we're looking for, man. It's actually really good pay for what I do, and I, I really enjoy it. That's so, the, that's living the dream right there. If you're yeah. getting paid for it really well and you enjoy it, you can't complain. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, I don't coach or anything anymore, so I can be rude when parents come up and bitch about stupid shit. You're like, yeah, you don't have to cater to them anymore, do no, you? No, not at all. You're like, go sit your ass down. Well, I usually tell them, yeah, I, I, I'm not doing anything about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not doing anything about that. I like it. I'll start looking around on the table and be like, oh, looking for my give a shit. That's right. Oh, man. It's, I don't seem to have it's, it. And it's gone. Yeah, it's just disappeared. I don't understand. Today's not your day, and I'm sorry. So, <sighs> yeah, I was playing with ChatGPT today. and Go on. I had it make me... I, I asked it... I was working with one that'll make you images. Yes. So I, I asked it for two things. I asked it for... What would the cast of Welcome Back Cotter look like today? No, oh, that's brilliant. And it wasn't it wasn't good. Some of them were much younger than they were on the show. And some of them were skeletons. And some were skeletons. <laughs> and then I asked it for a a fat transsexual Gabe Cotter. <laughs> that was probably beautiful. It was basically just a fat Gabe Cotter. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Only put on a few pounds. That's that's uh Oh, good, he, good he, did, work. he did have a flavor saver, though. Good work, AI. I love it. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so, yeah, it did not disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, always. That's <laughs> We've been given this wonderful gift. We might as well use our powers for good. So I, I, I did work on another project with that for future. Future consideration? It, yes, yes. And I think you're going to like it. You as listeners, I hope so anyway. Yeah, I, I think so. A lot better than what we've got going on right now. <laughs> Let's just say that the AI versions of ourselves are way better than the actual versions. I hope it. I hope it turns out like the uh, like the PNA podcast, right? Man, Bocephus over there, Percules. That's his name, Percules over there. What was the other one? Percules and. It wasn't, it was Aaron? No, it was an A name. No, it was an A name, but it was a weird A name. Yeah. What the dog doing? We met during a, we're having a gap year. And our gap year is huge. 
We're homeschooled, as you may or as you can probably tell. <laughs> you may have picked up on that. We're homeschooled, and uh, we don't like people, but we met at band camp of all places. <laughs> it was probably one of those. Uh... He tickled my piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> we both play the French horn. <laughs> it was love at first sight. Uh, he, he put his hand in the bell, and I'm like, that's not your horn. <laughs> I don't even knew that to her. <laughs> and I knew he was horny. <laughs> Jeez. So we, we have an event to promote here. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Do you want to read it, or do you want me to read it? Go ahead. I'd yeah. like to read. These lo- lovely ladies are sitting right behind us meeting about this event right meow. They are the uh, Sand Lake Women Who Care, and they are looking for... Um, people to experience the power of charitable giving they have an event this thursday october 12th 2023 at 7 p.m at the lexington village theater and uh, they're basically going to be giving um setting up to give away uh some grants uh it sounds like a scholarship and it sounds like a pretty worthwhile cause and they're going to have uh you know, food that you can have there. They're going to have a cash bar, some music with, uh, I don't know if it's a DJ or a band. It doesn't really say, but it doesn't really right? matter. No, absolutely not. What's happening, Maximo? At that point, you've got drinks, you've got food, and you've got music. I don't know what, what more else would you, you want. What you else could you possibly need? And you need? can be part of, bring your cause, and uh, they're giving away, they're, they're assigning grants, and I think they're going to crowdsource it to pick who gets them. Is that what I'm, my understanding? That, that is correct. You are spot on right there Phil. thank you sir and See, I, uh, I, I read the i read the card once and i also have been hearing it on the radio and you remembered it that's the part that impresses me right well i think i i remembered it because i've never heard anything like it and i think it's awesome like it's it, an awesome idea it is pretty cool it is pretty cool and um so if you um if you want more information you can go to sandlackwomenwhocare.org uh, or you can call 810 810- Eight three seven zero six six zero, and uh, ask for Melissa. Yeah, there you go. So That's yeah, serious plug out. there for a great cause. Check it out if uh, if you're not doing anything on Thursday. That's a good thing to do. And the Village Theater is an awesome venue to do anything. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's so beautiful and amazing, and it's so intimate that it's it's badass. Like, seeing, seeing acts there, events like this, you're going to have a good time, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I've been in there a long time ago, but I've never been there for an event. So I, well, of course, you know, full disclosure, we all know I worked at the Village Pub, which is, shares a wall with the Village Theater, but it was the same owners when I worked there. Yeah. So I'd have to do, sometimes I'd bartend in the theater. So I wasn't going to complain because like, I got to see like Dave Coulier do his thing, and I got to see the Bacon Brothers play. Nice. And I had to bartend, obviously. I, but while they're playing, it's not like I'm pretty much standing around doing nothing while they're playing. Right. Because people aren't really, I mean, a few people would come up and get drinks, but... But it didn't require my total, you know, attention. I've, I've seen you bartend. You're pretty much standing around doing nothing. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's my mo. Um, I, I definitely am more there as a figurehead, kind of um, like the Queen of England, an attraction. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's my bartending style, 100. percent So a guy that I went to high school with, he's out in Seattle, and he is pulled into places as like a celebrity bartender. Like different bars will hire him to bartend for the night, and he doesn't really do anything. Really, he, he mixes a few drinks, but he's 
he does like the whole like flip it around show and all. Oh, that he does. He's flipping the bottles. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like the whole Tom Cruise cocktail without looking like Tom Cruise. Uh, he's more the tail than the cock. Then yes, yes. Okay. And uh, so yeah, they just hire him and bring him in, and he'll post on Facebook all the time. I'm gonna be here tonight, slinging drinks from you know nine till eleven. You know who and else loves doing that? Bill Murray. He'll just randomly show up at bars and step, they'll step, ask if you can bartend and step behind the bars. Yeah. And he's just regaling people with stories and he might mix a drink or two, but he doesn't really do much, you know? Yeah. And I, I believe that's what Kevin does. The I'd like to get is, to that point. He, he owns a steakhouse out there too. So that's badass. But I can legitimately bartend even though I choose not to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're eye candy. Right. Let's face it. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> we were. <laughs> We were at Benchwarmers on Saturday night, and uh, the class of uh, 1998 from Sandusky had their class reunion. So there was, there was maybe 15 people from the class up there, 20, 15 to 20. And one of them was our current uh, current judge here. And he walked up, and <laughs> he's like, wow, that's a big beard. And somebody's like, I know it's glorious, isn't it? And he's like, I don't know if I'd describe it as glorious. And I'm like, and I said, I'm like, I'm like well, Tim, you're just jealous that uh, you can't grow any hair. <laughs> I just had to get him with that one. You know, you guys could market yourselves as, as a uh, before and after Propecia commercial. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be the way to do it. But I got to see Stalker, so I chatted with him for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. And Becky was up there, and I haven't seen her in a hot minute, so it was nice to see them. And who else was up there that I saw? Nick Carmen. I haven't seen that guy in a heartbeat. Holy cow. He's yeah. not even in, around He's in Kalamazoo. Anymore. Here's this, though. So he sat down. He's like, Phil fucking Nickel. He was all excited. And then he's like, so I listened to your podcast about the uh, my mom's setup on the courthouse lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so there is more than one blow-up doll up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so, a dude one, too. So I know. So, so I, just, just to reference, I got hot wings. Yeah, yeah. So Nick Nick sat down, and that's the first thing he said. So I listened to your podcast about my mom's setup in the, the sex doll in the courthouse lawn, and I just bust out laughing. I'm like, I haven't seen the guy in 20 years, and that's the first thing he says to me. <laughs> and I thought that was amazing. It is. And then we chatted, and it was good to catch up. He said he'd love to be on the podcast sometime, and I said, just, you can call in, dude. You don't have to be here. Like, you can call us. And I'm thinking about, I should message him in the next couple days and uh, see if he wants to be on maybe, like, next week. Like, I'd love to catch up with old Nick Carmen. We need to start putting that out there more. Yeah, people, you can call in. Like, yeah. any of our listeners... And everyone is welcome. I mean, I mean, call in, text, call in, text. You've heard some of our guests we've had on in the past. Obviously, we're not picky. I'm just joking. We we want you on our podcast. Yeah, I'm actually gonna. I have the number here. Okay. So I will. Give and just that message out. us and let us know that you want to be on, and we'll have you call in, or we'll call you. We can set it up. But yeah, Nick. And you know what? I'm gonna message him right meow while I'm thinking about it. This is live action, folks. Live action. We we will have a caller calling in in about 15 minutes. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we can take more than, we, we can take all comers. Absolutely. So, 810-599-5555. Five five, eight one zero two nine four zero four five five. I've got a great sound clip of our phone number that I keep forgetting to grab. Right, off my Eddie desk. Fury saying it. Yes. The dog 
doing? What the dog doing? Oh, yeah. So I just texted Nick. But yeah, who else did I see up there from that class? A few other people. But if I missed you and you listen to the podcast, I apologize. It's not a slight. It's just it was a lot to take in. I, I did not expect. You know how you walk into a place and don't expect to instantly see like 10 to 15 people you haven't seen in anywhere between 1 to 20 years? Well, yeah. It's kind of it, it, it's 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 a uh, overwhelming. Is that the word? That's, um, that's yes. the word. I I believe that is correct. So the other day I was at the tavern, the old STD, and you know they got the trough there, and of course it's the the rusty trough in the bathroom. What's, bathroom. what's left of it? Yeah. And uh, I was there just minding my own business, just rolling through, you know, hanging a piss. And this guy walks in, Mexican dude. I know he's Mexican because he looks Mexican and doesn't speak hardly any English. And he's he comes into the bar and he has he has a handler with him when he comes in. And he rolled right up to the trough right next to me, and he just looked like blatantly just looked down and you know checked me out. And the problem was I didn't care about it. But what hurt my feelings more was I looked up at him and he did not look impressed at all. Did he give you one of the? Uh, did he give you like a? Kind of, kind of a scoff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he looked at, like, he blatantly, like, I mean, he locked eyes with it. I mean, my one eye and his two were, like, peering eye to eye pretty much. And he, like, then he, give me a scoff, and I'm like, do you think that right, it, dude. it could have been more that he was concerned about uh, ripping open his sack on the rusty uh, trough? I don't, maybe, maybe he was concerned that I was going to do that, and he's like, no, you don't, you're not going to have any problems, trust me, I can see that. Like, you're not even close. Yeah, you, you've got a sentinel. Yeah. Way. yeah, he's like you. You got no problems. I th- I think it was mainly because I'm circumcised, though. Was his scoff? Maybe could be. And my I got to give my doctor all the props. He did a the one that did my circumcision did a great job. I think mine added length. Like mine's a work of art. It really is. Oh, that that's that's a plus. <laughs> Does anybody else think that when they look down at their <laughs> circumcision? I'm just glad mine's straight. Right, right. Mine has a little bit of a lilt. The circumcision is straight, but the whole shaft is a little to the left. Just a little lilt. Just lilt. a little. Nothing mine. to be concerned about. Not Peronis, but it's not, yeah. Mine. It's a, it's, isn't it fucked up that we've learned that through this podcast about Peronis? And yes. <laughs> Bentcarrot.com. Oh, <laughs> uh, those, I, I can't help but laugh every time I think about your poor kid. Uh, he you was like, traumatized. He's like, is that going to happen? We were just trying to watch Home Alone, a holiday tradition in peace. And my son's all worried about a bent carrot. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. He's like, is that what's going to happen to mine? But yet they probably bleeped out things on Home Alone. Well, they did. And it was what was worse is I had to tell my son, well, I don't think so, because so, I couldn't say with 100% certainty, because what would happen if years down the road it did happen to him, and I told him it never would, and I'm long gone, would that taint my legacy at all, or? Never would. Right, <laughs> right it never would. Um, well, yeah, he would feel like he could never trust you. Right, exactly. So I said, son, I'm pretty certain, I'm very certain. I said, and we're not talking about a like we're not talking about a seventy percent certainty. I'm talking about a ninety nine percent certainty. It's not going to happen to you, you know. Yeah. So, is that a? It, it, do you think that that is a product of the length? You know, because when you think about the the actual anatomy of of a penis, you know, you've got the right. 
basically the two blood-filled sacks, one on each side. I'm pretty intimate with the anatomy of my own, but not anybody else's, thankfully. So is that due to the length? They just, one side was like, ah, we're done over here. I don't know, The other side's like, I got a little more in me. It's kind of like when you blow a tire and it pulls to that direction. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that's that's plausible. That that's what I'm thinking. Because I'm I'm sure on a very small penis, it, it's much easier to keep straight. <laughs> it's not as print. You're right. Economy of scale, we call this. Yes. <laughs> so if you got a if you got a shorter one, you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. But if you, I mean, if you're hanging out there, you know, eight nine plus inches, you might want to check out bentcarrot.com right now. Yeah. I mean, but what do they do? What do they, I mean, honestly, what do they... Do they, like... Do they put Do it, they, like, set it, put it in a splint? Well, I, I was... Thinking, do they have, like, adjusters, like braces or something? I was thinking more like a pop-up turkey timer when it gets to a certain pressure on the one side. They're like, like, boop! Dink, an overflow. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little, like, little, little meter that goes off. Ding! Yeah. Like, stop thinking about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking about right now, stop it. <clears throat> Your left side's been thinking about it too much. Hint, hint, it's probably Asian porn. Or or is it that when you're in your young developmental years, you tug it more to that side? You know, and there's some validity to that, which is weird that I have a left-hand, left hand, left, leftern lilt because I'm right-handed. And they do say that. They do say that. There's two things. They say you're going to go to your right from that if you're a male and you are excessively doing it. And two, when you shave, your sideburns on your right side is going to be shorter. Is it shorter than the one on your left side if you're right-handed? Do you think that it's possible that your incident during episode two, drink, um, that you could have have tugged it to the left as you fell? Do you think maybe just like one extreme convulsive jerk? Yeah. That could very well be. There could be some validity to that. Or, Or it caused a slight swelling on that side that... Perhaps. 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 You know, I try not to think about it, but now I'm thinking about it. And that holds water. Mm-hmm. It could have been something I... It was an involuntary... Maybe I reset my own socket right there. Could be. Just without even knowing about it. I do got to say these wings are phenomenal tonight. They look phenomenal. They're probably slightly overdone, which I like. Right. They're totally covered in sauce, which I also like. They are coated very well. I must note the wings I got last week when we were here were very well coated, too. And I took those three home with me and had them for lunch the next day. Phenomenal the next day. Mm-hmm. When you, They still kept the integrity of the, the, the crispiness as well as the sauciness. I don't know. It's a, the perfect lexicon of wings. The sauce must be treated with something that keeps it from, like, overcoagulating. Bull semen. Exactly. <laughs> I can, now, now that you say that. You can taste it in there? Yep, I can taste it. It's 100%. No, it's not that. How do you know what that tastes like, you may ask? <laughs> How would you know? Well, we had a farm right next yeah, door growing up. Had an absent-minded aunt that always would milk the bull. Yeah, made cereal awkward in the morning. Right? Yeah, fling it at the ceiling and it would stick. <laughs> when you when you pick your spoon up and it leaves a trail all the way back to the bowl. It leaves a snail trail all the way back to the bowl. Reminds me of college women on their walk of shame the next morning. Yes. 
but I was too young to know what that was until I saw it, and then it reminded me of cereal, and it was circular. Ah, oh, boy. Somebody's calling us in 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. It's, is it a surprise? Well, less than 15 now, probably 10 now. 10-ish, yeah. Is it going to be a, a great call, a good call? I think it'll be a solid call. Okay. Um, yeah, by this time, they should be good and liquored up. Oh, my. I would say. You know, I've come a long ways because I, I used to strongly have the desire when I got out of work, well, after my nap. I've always been a napper after work. <laughs> Excuse me. This is well established. But just to grab a drink, and I don't feel that anymore. Like well, I can, I can wait until we're. You're an, you're an adult now. Is that what it is? It only took to be an almost, almost thirty-five to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Ugh. I'm sure we're gonna have some new stories coming up here because my son, in less than a month, turned sixteen. Is uh, is he ready to ruin the old fusion? I think he's ready to just make that fusion his bitch. He's going to hit you. you. know, I can't wait till the first dent, and I know it's going to happen. I'm well prepared for it. Like, oh, yeah. backed into this or swung into this, because I did the same shit when I was 16. But it, the problem was it was my own car that I had to pay for. Right, right. So, you know, he's going to, like, clip up a, a light pole or, you know, do something. Yeah. Yeah, inevitably. Sure. So here's the thing, and I think you can talk about this with me because I've been really struggling to wrap my head around this. Letting them go out into that world just purely on their own where anything can happen. It's the fucking wild card. Like, you just have to pray. You know there's going to be some sort of bump accident or something. You just have to pray it's not terrible, I, I assume. Is that is that the way it goes? Yeah. Because there's going to be a hit something or a car deer or a fender bender, hopefully a fender bender, right? Well, um, Anthony, he was a sophomore in college, and he was home with his girlfriend, and they went out to see the lights out at the nickel yeah. light extravaganza. No relation. Actually, they are, but we'll talk about that another time. Probably through lights. Yes. Way, way down the wire. Through the light of the Lord. So him and his girlfriend were coming back, and, you know, there, there's... That one intersection that's just been famous, Snover Road in Germania. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of accidents there. And it really should be a four-way stop because people are stupid. You know, and I don't know why it isn't, and I get it. Even even coming from a person who likes to make good time and abhors four-way stops. I abhor four-way stops. It's, it would make sense there. It really would. So he said he pulled up there, and he looked to the left. Nothing's coming. He looks to the right to the west and he said there was a car way down and so he he went ahead and crossed well there was a 19 year old girl who was doing about 90 and and those cars that are way down can sneak up you in a hurry when they're doing 90 miles per hour yeah and it hit him in the rear passenger tire area and spun his car all around and he landed in the ditch it hit so hard that the speaker box that he had in his trunk landed about 300 feet out into a field. Wow. Just pegged he, that thing. He was completely unscathed. His girlfriend ended up with a broken arm that she had to have surgery on and all this stuff. And 
he was the one that they ended up giving the... Now, it was a ticket to where if he took, like, eight hours of training online... Right. It, it all went away. But it still really, really irked me that this girl admitted to doing 90 miles an oh, hour. Oh, well, that should have... That should have... That should have, like, no ticket should have been valid. They could have awarded your son at that point then. Yeah. And... They give him what? Had, failure, to, failure to yield? Yeah. Yep. And if she admitted to doing 90, she was doing more than that. Oh, yeah. 100%. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's scary as shit. And I was actually uh, at the infamous poker hut. Still never been. In in no shape to... Uh, it's not for lack of invites, by the way. Well, let me know. What's Is it this Friday? Are we doing polka? Uh, well, it won't be. It's going to be Saturdays for a while. It's usually around football oh. right now because uh, the host is a coach. So can I come out Saturday then? Yes. Well, let me know the address and I'll come out. Okay. It's uh, it's not hard to find. It's one of two places on a okay. one-mile stretch of dirt road. <laughs> on Cash Road? Yes, sir. <laughs> and, I, I'm uh, pretty sure I know exactly where it's at, but yeah. I, I, I was going to go out there this week, but Mary and I were... Uh, up towards Midland and got back like right before the game was going to start and I was exhausted. We we took off kind of early. Does Haas still show up? Oh yeah. Is he going to call us sometime? He's not our caller tonight, is he? No. Oh, damn it. No, we'll... we'll I'll uh, promise not to be disappointed with whoever it is, but we, that's just... We need we need to get Haas on here. We need to get uh, we need to get Mr. Hacker. We got to get Jimmy Hacker on yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Like we were... I was at a wedding month and a half ago, two months ago, and he, he sat there and him and I bullshitted for a solid hour and it was amazing. We were laughing and it was inappropriate laughing because something serious was going on with the proceedings and him and I are just laughing our asses off, which is par for the course for us. Like Mad Dog's funeral, it was him and I cracking jokes in the back row the whole time. Yeah. And people looked annoyed, but I mean, that's just our style. Like Mad Dog understood it, right? Well, yeah, he, he would have wanted that. Yeah. He, just, he would have thought something was wrong if you guys didn't do that. Right. So it was just Jimmy Hacker and I in the back cracking jokes, you know. But yeah, it, it it's always a good time. Yeah. It, it's a lot of fun out there. But yeah, I was there and Anthony calls me and I'm like, hey, what do you want? And immediately I tell something was wrong. You're like, he, you can. You can. He's yeah. like, uh, well, I, I, I'm like, what is it? Spit it out. He's like, well, I got into an accident. I'm like, are you Okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And I'm like, you know, and I'm, this is like 1030, almost 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, he's like, can you come out here? I'm like, I'm at the poker, poker hut in bed drinking. Right. And uh, so I got a hold of, got a hold of Mary and she came and grabbed me and we went out there. Yeah. <clears throat> if I make it through this. Right. So we, we get out there and uh, yeah, it was pretty horrific. And going out there the next day, right, um, to pick up the rest of the pieces of of stuff that he had out there, and uh, and seeing she so she hit him and blew through him and then went and hit a tree and like broke the tree in half. I mean, she was what just flying, hauling ass, just flying. So yeah, not only teach your kids to be, you know, now he he's overly cautious, right. So my son, I've obviously driven with him a ton uh, while he's got his permit. And uh, he's scared to go anything above 60. And I said, you know what? Let's just keep it that way. Yeah. He said he, he'll, do 70, he'll do 75 on the expressway when it's 75. 
but he's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm like, you'll get used to that, but just remember that. I said, you don't need to go much faster. Yeah, remember that feeling of, because, uh, yeah. you know, I got into a habit, and I, I don't drive like this at all anymore. I'm just, I never am in that big of a hurry. I, I leave with plenty of time. Right. But, uh, you know, I used to, 70 was like, the cruising speed through town. Dude, I used to be the guy on the expressway, especially when I lived in Mason, what, just six, seven, eight years ago. I would do, on on I-69, I would do literally that stretch between uh, Flint and Lansing, mm-hmm. 90, 95 the whole way. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then irritated when I got behind people doing 75, 80. It didn't help. I had a car at the time that was pretty fast. Yeah. Um, I had a... Buick Sports Coupe, nice, and, and that thing would would haul. And uh, so I kind of did in a way. I had that that Saturn. I don't know if you remember that piece of shit, that red Saturn I had. Mm-hmm. That thing was a red line though, so it 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 get up and it shit and get. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it was it was bad. I I got pulled over one time, right outside of Sandusky doing seventy, like like out about at the uh, um. Out about where the farm dealerships are there. I was doing 70, uh-huh. coming into town. Got pulled over by a state cop. And, uh, yeah, he didn't give me any any kind of a break. Oh, no, no. The tracking showed 69, 70, 69. He wrote me for the full 70. Oh, my. He yeah. didn't even break you for the 69 no. for shits and giggles, huh? Nope. Wrote me for the full 70. He's like, you're getting the full Monty here today, son. And they're like, oh, boy. You done fucked up today. Do you know why I pulled you over? I really don't have a clue. Well, do you know how fast you were going? Well, if I did, I'd probably know why you pulled me over. Right? That that was my answer, which probably didn't help the situation any. Right? So, but I, I, I got away easy because uh, I knew the magistrate at the time. Right. And he actually took the points off. And just had he's like if I if I dismiss this ticket he's gonna come after you hardcore, and so he said. But if you pay the fine and I take the points off, right? Yep. I got that deal once or twice, and I took it and ran. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I knew I was wrong. I mean, it right. wasn't it wasn't like I was sitting there going, "Oh, what an asshole." No, I knew I was wrong, but Did but you know, that like, was also the cop that was like got ousted. Yeah. About six months later, for beating up the drunks. They really can't do that anymore, um, the magistrates, with the points thing? No. No, well, now everything's on the computer. Yeah. So the state handles all that now with points. Yeah. So, so you're, you're, you're torched. You're torqued. They can't. You get that ticket. <clears throat> they're going to give you. Yeah. I mean, this You know, was, I've heard instances where even they, di- they dismissed the ticket and the state still gave drivers the points. And, really? And I, I even was an advocate to, like, fight the shit out of that. And they're like... They've tried. It's the state's got it like locked down where they're going to get, you know. But you know where it comes from. The legisla- the legislatures that make those bills and laws are the ones who are funded by who? Big insurance. Yep. So it all ties back to them. Because that's who benefits from the point system is your insurance, auto insurance companies. And who's, who's donating all the money to their campaigns? And, you know, I, I'm... I am like a. I absolutely hate the fact that they make you buy insurance. No, I I it's do too. Racket. I agree. I agree. You know, we have options for so many things in life. Um, 
and, and there should be way cheaper. Way, Michigan has you hamstrung. So I lived in Washington, which is one of the most liberal states of liberal you can possibly fucking live in. Right. My auto insurance was one-third of what it is here in Michigan. Yeah. It was totally no fault, totally everything, and uh, one-third of what it w- was here in Michigan, even though their traffic out there and, and accidents, way higher than here. Well, yeah, but we this whole... No well, it's fault. become it's become it's also become a problem that's collapsed upon in and of itself. It's created another industry of lawyers having to represent people who get tickets for not having insurance or not having not having driver's licenses that stems back to circular a circular argument. They don't have a driver's license or don't have insurance because one they can't afford it or two they can't pay the insurance or three they can't pay the fines to get their fucking license back. So they drive without it out of what I assume is probably necessity majority of the time. Well, yeah, it's like you say, it's circular. Yeah. It, it's, oh man, I, I drove without insurance. I lost my license. Now I got to drive without my license. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's a crock. I also don't like the fact that, uh, so like we bought a, a vehicle for temporary use and, uh, but we got to pay a full, basically a full year of registration on it. Right. And you can get a temporary license plate and all that, but I don't know how long I'm going to drive this thing for. So it's like, eh, just get the damn thing. Right. You know? And Exactly. You right. know, that thing's already had tax paid on it, but I got to pay tax again on it. Right. And then that's, that's just it. How many times, if, you know, if a vehicle is sold. So the average vehicle, I read this, the average vehicle in the state of Michigan, the state of Michigan collects taxes on it 3.5 times, the average vehicle, over its life. That's what I was going to say, about four. Yep. 3.5 times the state of Michigan collects taxes. So that means, isn't that a 3.5 time fucking dip right there? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Is that bullshit? That's fucking bullshit. Well, more than that, because each time that person's already had that money taxed. Right. Because they've already had it as income taxes or whatever taxes. So, yeah. yeah. So, the sales tax on a vehicle, 3.5 times. That's the average. 3.5 times a vehicle gets taxed here in Michigan in its fucking life. That's highway robbery. People need to learn to follow the issues. Don't get distracted and vote smart. Don't vote for a name or a party line. Vote for people who are going to work for you. There should never be a such a thing, and I know you'll agree with me on this, Adam. There should never be such a fucking thing as a career politician. No, no, no. And I, I'm I'm a big big advocate for vote for the money side of it, right? Because nobody gives a shit about your feelings or about how you feel about this, you know. So they distract you. They distract yes. you with so many. They they distract you with your emotions is how they do it. They play on your emotions. They say they're going to do things with these certain things that they know are emotional hot buttons with people that, as you said, vote for the money. If you want your money to start going further and working harder for you, you need your politicians to start working harder to make your money work harder for you. Not just worry about the emotional hot button issues. Anyway, end rant. Sorry. No, you are 100% right. and That's one of my biggest beefs about it seems like it's gotten a hundred times worse since the 24 hour news cycle and all this stuff. Right. You know, when did news become a commodity? 
Well, they're out to make money too. They're a for-profit organization, so they're going to sensationalize everything. They want clicks. They want you to, they want you to tune into whatever they're selling because they're selling ads too. Remember that. Oh yeah, and and they want to elicit that emotional response so that you want to go back and watch it. You know, oh well, I got to find out what's going on with this, right? Oh, they're going to come back and tell me the secret to this. Yeah, and the yeah. secret is you're never going to know. And the secret is, we've already got your money. You're no longer useful to us. We're moving on to the next chump. Nielsen has already counted you. We don't care. And that's the bottom line. That's what it. That's what it boils down to. Sorry to get a little serious with this one, but yeah, yeah, you know, it happens. But yeah, you know the the other thing is is uh, I am wearing a lion shirt and a Michigan hat. It's pretty good to be me this week. What a time to be alive. And I'm wearing a Guinness shirt and a a Detroit Tigers hat, which I I rocked the Detroit Tigers hat for several reasons. For one, it's a classic. It'll never go out of style. And for two, Magnum P.I. Well, exactly. And did you ever see when he he came out and played in spring training? Yeah. Tom Selleck? He could ball. Oh, yeah. He, He was hitting. Yeah. And he played. Like, he, he played college baseball, didn't he? Yeah, Tom Selleck did. Yeah, USC, I believe. By the way, one of the easily one of the top ten sexiest mustaches in ever. Oh, easily number one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we're both qualified to make that <laughs> assumption. <laughs> we're gonna get. Hopefully, we get calls or mail about that. Oh yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> Uh, is our caller calling us, or what are we doing here? Well, I just sent the message. Hopefully, it'll. Because I got a little shortly. too political for my taste there, but that's okay. Yeah, he's nine. He's nine minutes late. Fucker, better not have fell asleep. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna fall asleep. Well, I mean, we're 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 further into this episode than I was. I was hoping he'd hit it about the about that, the half hour mark. Quite yeah, and we're about we're about forty three minutes into this thing now. Forty two. 42. So you're Sorry. close. You're a little you're a little fast tonight. <laughs> that's what, that's what she hot. said. That's what she said. That that's what'll happen when you get charged up with all the political And you talk. get all fired up. We was all fired up with all the political We done there with all fired up. No, red fried taters. So we'll let's let's shift gears to sports here for just oh, a minute. Oh please. So you know, I, I heard some people giving U of M. Uh, a little heat for giving up so many points. That's bullshit. You can't fucking with these games. Do you know how hard a Big Ten game is to win in football? It doesn't matter if they're the dregs of the Big Ten. Every team, especially when you have a target on your back, and I'm defending U of M, and you know I'm an MSU fan. Oh, yeah. But every game, every game you play, if you're U of M, you have a huge target on your back. You're going to get that team's maximum effort no matter what. Well, especially this year. Yes. You know, I mean, it's and it's kind of that way. So you all. can't base it on this. All that matters in these games is they've got out of them with victories. Because here's the thing, and here's why Harbaugh's a great coach. You can get complacent and you can have a trap game before you know it against a team that you're like, ah, shit. You know, they're two and three or they're three and two, and we're undefeated. We're rolling through everybody. We're going to come in there and just beat the tar out of them. That doesn't happen. You've got to be on point to win a Big Ten football game. Minnesota did that to them last year, or yeah. a couple of years ago. But you know the point I'm getting at. Like, yeah. It's, well, I mean, 52 to 10. 
you know, big deal. They gave this is the that first was the final. Double. People are bitching about him giving up ten points. Well, it was the first time they'd given up more than seven in a game. So here's the thing: I tuned out after Michigan was up big, so I didn't realize it ended up fifty-two ten. I guarantee you that one of that touchdown was in garbage time, wasn't it? Oh yeah, they had the second or third string in because in in college football you can have a third string defense because you carry a hundred players on your roster. Right, right. NFL can't do that. NFL only carries D Elite fifty three. So right. Well, during the game they were talking that there was at one point in the game that there'd been other than the starters, there'd been thirteen different people in on, on defense. Mm-hmm. Like they, they run their defense in a total rotation. So basically they scored that touchdown against pretty much what is the third string. No, they- no, it was actually in the beginning of the game. Okay. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. But, you know, after that, it was just pedal to the metal. I mean. But when you're up, you know, no score. And we saw this yesterday with the Lions. And we'll talk about that next episode. But uh, those touchdowns that, that they scored in the in the fourth quarter, Lions were up so big, they oh, didn't yeah. matter. They, they didn't, didn't matter. matter. Well, and that's not what you got. You've they... got your starters on the bench. You've got Hutch on the bench. You've got everybody else. They're staying healthy. Let them score another touchdown or two when you're up by five touchdowns. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, there is no poll in the yeah. NFL. Right. And uh, But, man, the Lions looked they, – they've looked really good. I mean – Dude, that first drive they put together yesterday was, was magical. I've never seen anything like it from a Lions team. Four plays to score and just march down the field like that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was insane. The fact that they've scored what twenty plus twenty points or more plus for what thirteen straight games now or something yeah that's pretty magical too yeah well it's huge in the NFL I mean the, yeah. the when the you see a dogfight did you see speaking of ass games did you see this is the most ass game I've seen in a long time that Pittsburgh versus Baltimore game just a dreck to watch just terrible that but one, I feel for Lamar Jackson seven drops his receivers had and five of them were dimes he laid right in there they had a step on the defender laid right in there through their hands five of them yeah that guy needs i I would say he needs to ask for a raise but he's already the highest paid quarterback in the nfl pretty much so they uh they cost me a parlay not gonna lie so the bottom line is if you want to bet against bet for anyone or fantasy football don't pick any players from either baltimore or, or the dreck of pittsburgh Pittsburgh's actually fucking three and two right now. I think it's three and three and one. No, three, three and, and two. Three and two. Three and two. Yeah, it's five games. They're three and two right now. That's the worst three and two fucking football team I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, their defense is awesome, but their offense is just putrid. Yeah. Well, you know, you see that with I mean, New England right mm-hmm. now. Holy shit! Right. What a shit show. You know, there's some teams that are a pleasure to watch, and uh, New England and Actually, New England is not, and neither is Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I concur. But Lamar Jackson yesterday, and I, I, full disclosure, I do start him. I had him starting in one of my leagues. I don't think I'm going to start him the rest of the season. I've got Brock Purdy on my bench. Oh, that. So I'm going to start Purdy over Lamar. Which what I saw thought yesterday. And it the, wasn't Lamar's fault. Like I said, those five drops were huge. And he laid them right where he needed to put them. It's not his accuracy. You know, you can tell when it's on a quarterback, when he's overthrowing the guys or underthrowing them. But he laid them right where he needed to. Just drops. Just, ugh, just horrendous. Get that man some wide receivers. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I don't know. There's, 
it seems like the upper echelon is really loaded with people. But that's one thing that I, I really appreciate about the Lions is, you know, you got Hutch, who's becoming a big star, but oh. he's, he's a second-year player. So here's the thing I want to break down in the next episode, but remind me, because I've got it all in my mind. But Hutch, that interception, I've never seen anything like that. That was crazy. Nobody knew what was going on until he's running the opposite way with the ball, and then they showed the replay. He literally corralled that thing full extension with his right hand, a pass, a bullet. He was literally three yards from the quarterback. That thing's screaming out of there, and he tipped it back to himself. Yeah. Tipped it back to himself, and he... Uh, I don't know. The guy The guy is just amazing. He, He's a freak. He is changing the way that offenses have so, to react to the Lions. Just part of a preview here, what I fear for is right now in the AFC, the Lions are better than I think any team in the AFC, but they're not better than two of the teams in the NFC, and that's the problem. And one of them is the 49ers, and the biggest problem is the 49ers start five guys along their defensive front that are all just a, a click below Aiden Hutchinson, who's a freak. So that's the problem. Well, I watching last night's game though. I did see chinks in their armor, but Dallas is just such a shit show. But do I think do I think the Lions can get there this season? Possibly. I'm not going to say yes, but possibly. Yeah. But right now in the NFC, the Lions are anywhere between the third to fifth best team. But in the AFC, the AFC is just direct. I guess we're going to get into it right now. I mean, sure, the Dolphins can score on people, but that's about it. And Kansas City's just a, a flaming dumpster fire this season, you know? Well, yeah. So just my so, opinion, man. And, of course, in the other division, you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers are leading the, the, their division at 3-2, and two, and they're horrid. So I, I'm, I'm looking here. I mean, the Lions, they have uh, – next up they've got Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to be tough. That's a, this is a test. This is a true test. <clears throat> Then they've got the Ravens, then the Raiders, then the Chargers. So the Raiders should be a win. The Chargers are going to be tough. Tampa Bay's a true test. Tampa Bay's yeah. a true test. But boy, the way they're playing, I just... I've seen things out of this team that I've never seen from a Lions team ever in my life. And I know it's early and I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I think I'm a pretty decent football analyst. And I've never seen a Lions team with this top to bottom, the leadership the play calling, the athletes they have, the depth, everything. It's astounding. St. Brown was out, their leading receiver. Next man up. I mean, yeah, you know. But one other thing I can say is Laporte at tight end for real. I'm glad I have, him in, I, I'm glad I have him in four out of my five fantasy football leagues. That was a very lucky, lucky yeah. grab. Well, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't luck if you got him in four. I, I targeted Laporta. I'm like, yeah. That guy, his balance, his vision, his everything is so awesome. Like, I know everybody bitches about what's the what's his nuts we let go to the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I'm not sorry we let him go. No, not at Hawk, all. Hawkinson. Hawkins, Hawkinson, and I know he's one of their leading receivers, but one thing I want to talk about, too, from yesterday's game is Thalen, even when he was with the Vikings, that guy just tears the Lions a new asshole every time he plays him. Yeah, yeah, it's... Like, he, he Thalen just, had 11 catches yesterday. I bet you he ends the season with, like, 40, you know? So what does that tell you he's doing against other teams? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Junior Meatloaf! Sorry, I just had to yell that. But, you know, you got to wonder year after year. I mean, how does he do it? Is it just that he gets up for that game? I think so. I think he knows. You know, it's like everything. Uh, Anytime you've done anything in life, if you've got somebody you've totally dominated, like your little brother or your sister or something, 
anytime you play him, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna know that hey, I got this in the bag, baby. It's yeah, that th- there's a confidence level that comes in that I'm well, sure that there's kind of like there. when Michigan plays Michigan State. Yeah. Kind of like when Tuck's on the phone. Yeah. Kind of like when Tuck's on the phone doing his tugging. It is pretty interesting, though, the allegations. And he, I guess he's suing Michigan State for the rest of his money. And he's got a pretty solid case from what they were saying on ESPN. Right. ESPN runs in the background while I'm while I'm working all the time. And uh, so I, I don't really watch it, but I listen to it. And uh, they came on and, and basically, you know, he's coming out and saying, according to my contract, you didn't really fire me for... A reason that a, was a fireable offense. It was cause, yeah. And uh, so I want my eighty million. And the the lawyer analyst that they had on there is like, well, Michigan State's going to settle because they'll probably lose it. So yeah, they're going to settle, and you know what? They're probably going to give him what anywhere between thirty to fifty million. Uh, he estimated sixty. He'll get seventy five percent. We're in the wrong in, business. And in which case, just and we can't even get paid to do this. And I know people are listening. They text me all the time. Yeah, I mean it's mostly stop. Yeah, but. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, let's get out of this one. Okay, that's a great idea. That's the best idea wait, I've had. Because we're at, hold on, let me look at my, I don't have a timer, but I got to guess. There. We're at like 54 minutes. 53. Mm, still overshooting. I didn't undershoot it anymore. I made a correction. Yeah. Now a you're correction. Thanks, Junior. Anyway. He's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Do not forget this event. Sound like women who care. Thursday, October 12, 2023. For, for more information, call Melissa Anderson, 810-837-0660, or visit Sound Like Women Who Care, all one word, all lowercase, dot org. It's at the Lexington Village Theater. Check it out. He's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. I probably already said that. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Thanks for listening, as always, and... Uh, Thanks for the support, and uh, there we go. This this will get me out. It'll carry me. The remix. Play an mmm for me. There we go. Have a great whatever time of the day is you are listening. Whatever time of the day it is you are listening. Boy, butchered that one. Alyssa's giving me a glare. Junior's giving me a beer. <laughs> what a terrible outro. This is the worst outro I've ever had. Can I restart this? All right. Have a great whatever time of the day it is you are listening. You still fucked me up. All right. Anyway, make good choices.